0: Radio <laughs> Universe! <laughs> it's a new day! Yes, it is! I am Vaughn Johnson. You got me mad now. You, know, you got a bicycle! I'm feeling good. Well, the st- skeptics and all the people have a little bit of... Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, pal. Sorry.
1: We ride the bicycle in this arena?
0: With my main man, man, Pots and Pants, Nick McCormick. That's me. I don't know where the kid is that was a riding it, but he ain't on it when they brought it to the ring. Smile at you and kick your face off. that If the man! But I don't like it and things are not going my way. Don't you dare be sour. He don't know nothing else. He <laughs> you know that wrestling bro. <laughs> 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 give me a hell yeah! I said give me a hell yeah! What's up ladies and gentlemen out there in internet land and welcome to episode 265 of The Stray Shooters. Available wherever podcasts are found. My name is Vaughn Johnson, and I'm joined as always by my main man, Pots and Pans, Nick Pacona Philly Voice, and Philly Influencer, and we got a special holiday-themed episode ahead of us tonight. We're not doing a deep dive this week. We figured we get festive. We start giving people gifts, because it's the holiday season. We're recording this on Christmas Eve Eve, December 23rd. Christmas is two days away, and of course, happy holidays, all the holidays to everyone out there. Uh, so hope you're with your family safe and sound and, and healthy. Uh, but we're gonna be giving here because it's a giving season and we're gonna be giving we're gonna have a holiday gift giving guide, so to speak, for pro wrestling. So we've you know got our minds together, thought about what gifts would we give to pro wrestling, all sorts of pro wrestling, all the promotions we can think of, wrestlers, specific wrestlers, whatever. What are some of the gifts we would give? We want to discuss that. And more in great detail. But before we get into that, I got to check in with my main man, Pots and Pants, Nick McCone. How you doing tonight, my good brother? It is Sixers opening night, so I'm looking forward to it. And uh, Nice.
1: Yeah, we uh, will likely be done recording by the time, well, or in the middle of the game. So I'm looking forward to seeing how the... Uh, hopefully, if they have a lead, they can hold on to it this year with... Uh, Somebody else hey, called me shots. So. New
0: year, new season, we ain't got to worry about none of that. <laughs> Whatever happened in the past <laughs> is in the past. It's It
1: still pains me, man. It still <laughs> left like a, this thing on my heart where it's like that's all I can think about. And That's really for every sports team. I mean, you know <laughs> you know, especially uh, what's going on with the Eagles and the city and uh, Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts and all that, and that's another thing. So I'm like kind of sad about the state of sports in Philly, even though the Sixers are uh, going to be hopefully pretty good and the Flyers should be pretty good. But the Phillies, they have somebody calling the shots finally. Maybe they'll re-sign JT Real Muto. But Philly sports has not been my friend recently. And uh will prefer change, that's all.
0: Change is going to come, as the legendary Sam Cooke once said. Uh, so... Look out for that change, but you know, Six is playing tonight, like you said, against Washington, I believe. Uh, I don't even the know. Wizards, that. I think. I saw a picture. I, I look. This this NBA season snuck up on me, so. Um. Yeah, the playing the Wizards tonight. The Wizards, yeah. Uh, I saw Keith Pompey tweeted a photo of Russell Westbrook in the arena, so he plays for the Wizards now. Oh, Man, that, <laughs> like, hey,
1: that might actually be fun because I know they have a nice little rivalry with Embiid and Westbrook, so. Uh I enjoy that. Yeah, be like fun. play it out on the court and like all the tension and all that.
0: I I like it. And the NHL schedule dropped to tonight as well mm. with like it says all divisional games. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's going to be crazy.
0: I mean, we're playing Pittsburgh oh, the season against the Penguins, yep. Twice. In a row, and then Buffalo twice, and then Boston twice, and New Jersey. It's like double headers, back to backs, <laughs> I should say, against these teams. We, I, I'm looking at the schedule right now. It looks like the Flyers play every team they're going to play back to back, except like once. When we go Buffalo, we go Boston and Buffalo, March 7th and March 9th. And then we go the Islanders and Buffalo, April 8th and April 11th. It's only like three non-back-to-back opponent games. <laughs> so that's the NHL schedule during COVID times. Um, so yeah, a lot of stuff happening in the world, obviously. Uh, but what we going to talk about here on episode 265 of the Straight Shooters has nothing to do with, you know, NHL schedule, NBA opening night. Again, we're talking about the holidays, baby. Giving out gifts, passing out our proverbial turkeys in the hood like Nino Brown, baby. Like... Tron once said on Chappelle show, Nick, you should watch yeah, that. Yeah, no, I. You should watch that, Nick. I know exactly what that was. You did not know what that was. You do you know who Nino Brown is? Is uh, Reno Mahe's oh, brother? I said, stop it. All right. So add that to the list of movies need need to see New Jack City. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna give out gifts. Hold on, New Jack. <laughs> City. There you go. Yeah, that, that, that list is growing by the day of movies you need to watch. Um, But <laughs> we're going to be giving away gifts to the proverbial hood and pro wrestling, baby. So, Nick, I'll let you start it off.
1: Man, I We don't did this a that... couple
0: years ago. I listened <sighs> back to the episode we did a couple years ago. And I referenced the story I wrote like three years prior to that. <laughs> and some of these things that were on that list five years ago were on the list two years ago are still on that list today <laughs> i wrote that i wanted to give wwe the fountain of view so they can bring back some of those legendary wrestlers they still want that to this day <laughs> you still need that but we got to think of different things can't give people the same gifts two years in a row that's just right, tacky right
1: and i'm at the point where i don't even want to give wrestling gifts because I'm so like aggravated with the whole industry at uh. this point, with how it's presented, um, really from almost all the companies, and it's like sports entertainment now. It's like, yeah, I, I enjoyed it growing up and all that, but uh, when I was, you know, in my formidable years with wrestling, you know, five, six, seven, eight years old, uh, those are the types of shows that I actually enjoy watching nowadays i guess it's just nostalgic for me uh way more than the attitude era stuff uh you know i guess cuz i was a teenager kind of living through it and uh it, obviously the type of content uh, doesn't exactly hold up well today uh so I, I mean i'm just so over wrestling right now so i've enjoyed like our deep dives for the last like 6 months just kind of <laughs> doing that stuff, and uh, I will I will say, like, you said a lot of the stuff's still on the list, and I probably have included a lot of stuff that you said, or I said, the last time we did this a couple of years ago, so uh, I'm going to go a little, uh, I'll get to those eventually, I don't want to start off, like, on a sour note like that, but... Since you kind of were going to throw it off to me, I'll start it off with I want to see more cinematic matches. I want to give WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, uh, NWA the creative juices to get these cinematic matches and make it a staple of wrestling in 2021. Every month, every other month, you know, like have a storyline. Let's get some cinematic matches going on. They've been a lot. Some of the most entertaining matches in 2020. Uh, I don't think it. I think it's an area in pro wrestling that you can kind of control and not kind of overuse it either. Because there's so many different things you can do in cinematic matches where it's not. It doesn't always have to be like dark and dreary. It could be like. You know, in a dentist's office or it could be uh, somewhere different, you know, Uh,
0: in a street. I I don't know, like flying by the seat of my pants right now. Well, well, I I would I would agree with you on maybe them fighting in the real world. I don't know if I want to see like the cinematography style, like the cinematic style. So Great, though. But like I prefer like I know the cinematic matches this year and I know Matt Hardy's kinda like been labeled like the godfather of the cinematic match with final Deletion and stuff like that. And that was at that point, was at twenty sixteen? Uh like a revolutionary thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for that, you know, for and WWE copied it with like New Day and the Wyatt family yeah, and whatever, yeah. but I'm kinda over it now, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like I'm for like Booker T and Steve Austin in the supermarket. <laughs> or like when the APA would destroy a whole bar you know fight all the people in the bar or whatever like stuff like that that feels like they're living in the world and they're like it's like an impromptu thing not like a planned fight scene I get it because in the pandemic we they had to do things differently okay. uh, they had to adjust but I don't know if I want to see this type of style of match going forward at least from the major like from the major promotions maybe if you're impact and you're looking for a way to gain some eyeballs to be different. Yeah, but if you WWE, the cinematic matches clearly don't help you. <laughs> like, like they've done nothing for the ratings. Uh, and it's wild, because I think they voted that they gave the Slammy today to the Boneyard match, which is like a cinematic match that was the match of the year, according to the Slammies, which is, that's just indicative of 2020 as a whole, but um, that there hasn't been a better match than that. That's wild to me. But um I don't know. I'm kind of over it, honestly. I'm that's over
1: me. a lot of the in-ring uh, stuff nowadays, especially in WWE. Uh, so that kind of gives me the entertainment value that I think I'm missing uh, that I that I have been missing in WWE matches for years. <laughs> and so, kind of like I could just sit back and not take it as seriously, and that's part of it. Um, that's fair. And also, you know it. If pro wrestling, if they want to be a movie, then be a movie. You know, like I'm tired of, there, I have other stuff that I'll get into later, but uh, it's just how I feel like I'm PM presented the product. So then just go all out, make it a damn movie. Like make, make a whole pay per view that's cinematic matches. I don't care. Just, I'm, that's kind of where I'm at. Like I'm, I'm done caring as much as I guess of how they're presenting it to me. I just kind of accepted it. So I'm just like, you know what? Just go all in with it then. Damn it.
0: <laughs> That's fair. That's 100% fair because what they're doing, they don't really try to be real life. They try to be like this weird alternate universe where people yeah. say medical facility and watch TV oh. sideways. It's like yeah. no one does this in real life. So the authenticity, at least in WWE, isn't already already isn't there. Um, AEW, they, they're not WWE, so they don't do those same silly things, but Um, I think wrestling as a whole could benefit from being a little more realistic and stuff like that. So that's just me. But my first gift is to all of pro wrestling. And this is to the whole world, not just pro wrestling. (laughs) But for COVID-19, the pandemic to end, and for the majority of the world to be vaccinated. I know there's some people who are nervous about the vaccine. And there are always people who are anti-vaxxers. I'm not really talking to you, but well, I am kind of talking to you because if you want things to go back to normal, the way they were in 2019 and before that, people are going to have to get vaccinated. That's just how it's going to have to be, <laughs> like, right? Um, and I, I know, like, I'm not saying you shouldn't be nervous about the vaccine or an anti-vaxxers. I don't know what I don't know what's up with them people, but um, and I understand people's hesitation, but for pro wrestling, we need to get back, we need to get people back in the arenas when you get people back on the road and going to these towns, have these guys working in front of crowds again because audiences, it's, 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 pro wrestling could be, a match could be fantastic, but if there's no audience to kind of drive that emotion and drive that that energy, it just takes everything down a couple notches. I mean, I could only imagine some of these matches in front of people. They might have been so much better, but instead, the Boneyard match is the best match of the year in WWE. You know, but some of these other matches that were on all these pay per views and whatnot that were good matches that I've watched, but it's like they're just not that good because the fans weren't there to really make it better. So, for that's just from a from an artistic standpoint, but also a business standpoint. AEW, I'm sure, is they have fans in the stands now, but I'm sure they would love to get back in front of packed arenas again. You know, and in those sized arenas they were running before the pandemic. Ring of Honor, I'm sure, would kill to have fans back in the arena again. All these independent promotions would love to have fans back in, you know, in the buildings they run. Again, of course, WWE would love to have fans. Um, So, yeah, that's for all of wrestling. It's just to end this damn pandemic. Whatever we got to do, let's do it. You know, whether it's vaccinations or, you know, mask wearing, whatever the case may be. Hopefully, we don't have too much longer of this. That's knocking on wood, you know. (laughs) Uh, but that again, not just not just for pro wrestling, but for everybody, for all across the world, for people who, excuse me, people are still here. You know, you know, you might have lost some people, you might have lost your job, uh, or people, you know, people or yourself adversely affected, you know, for good about this from this virus and all the trauma that we've all been through because of this virus. Um, let's just get this damn thing over and let's go back to normal and and enjoy pro wrestling the way it should be in front of people. So that's my first gift Mm. to pro wrestling is to end Mm. the pandemic, even though I can't really have nothing to do with it. I can't, I'm not a scientist obviously, but that would be my gift to pro wrestling.
1: Your first gift is ending a pandemic. And my first gift
0: is more cinematic matches. (laughs) I thought very macro on that one. Yeah. yeah, I would would definitely get more micro on on, on moving forward. I definitely thought more macro on that one.
1: I'm with you though. I completely agree with everything you said. Uh, I've gone on record many many times saying that an audience's reaction uh really kind of influences my reaction to any specific match just go to rock and hogan you know wrestlemania oh, yeah. probably one of the worst technical matches that we we we've could have seen but the audience told the entire story and uh just they were, their reaction just by looking at the crowd like they didn't even they just moved their head opposite ways and looked at the crowd like uh, are we ever going to see that again uh i hope so i hope so but um absolutely incredible the audience makes a a lots of what i enjoy and that's probably why i feel so i'm like i feel like i'm in a gutter right now because literally nothing like i can be entertained by certain things and like promos and segments and even like matches but I still have like this feeling after watching like TLC tremendous pay-per-view I thought, but I'm not into it. Like I was even when we started this podcast, like I'm just, I'm not into it. I'm more into, you know, what is available available to me on the WWE network, uh, Old shows and hopefully them adding, you know, more maybe like live wire. Maybe they add that. There's a rumor going around that they could add live wire. Absolutely amazing, but uh you know, just stuff like Take that. Take it easy, and, pal. <laughs> uh, I really just that's kind of where I'm at with that. But uh, yeah, I absolutely agree with everything you said. I mean, first and foremost, uh, that atmosphere has to come back for professional wrestling as a whole. Uh, having stadiums uh with certain fans like you know seated here and there that helps a little bit um particularly particularly AEW and kind of want to watch that but I'm not yeah. even really watching the AEW uh, I'm not watching NXT that's it's too much <laughs> and that might go I mean I can't really gift professional wrestling less time but uh that would be a w- kind of like a wish of of mine of either uh, I did have on my list NXT, I, I know, it's likely not going to happen just because it's doing its job right now by preventing AEW from hitting a million viewers uh, pretty you know, Which is ridiculous. Uh, but I would move NXT to another night. It's just too much, man. I can't keep I had, up. What's that?
0: I had that on my gift guide, too. That <laughs> they would move to a different night. But go I, ahead. I'll let you finish. I, I, I'm
1: just saying, like, I can't keep keep up with all this wrestling. Like, two hours of each show on a Wednesday night, like, and it's like, oh, you can watch a Thursday, you can watch a Friday, you can watch. It. Well, my life goes on. Like, I can't just <laughs> watch it whenever I want at this point. Uh, I want to watch it. We went to the Office, damn it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, and then it gets, you know, into the weekend, the late weekend, and then Monday rolls around. And it's like, so I really want to watch an old episode of Dynamite. <laughs> like, I mean, old episode, but like from days ago, I just kind of go through the highlights, I fast forward through the matches, I can't watch it. The way I want to watch it and uh, you know that has every, a, a lot to do with the the fact that NXT's on I mean I, I'll watch AEW over NXT if given a choice uh, but I just move NXT on the night I, I have more of a I guess ability that I could watch a show on a different night because like Tuesday night, like I don't really watch impact that much, even though like, I think it's good when I do watch it, but I like DVR it. And then other things happen. You got the Sixers kicking off tonight. You got the flyers starting soon, but like, it's going to be too much like wrestling. It's the only thing i really carve out in my week and just out of sheer, sheer, the way my schedule has been for the last almost 30 years Is Monday nights and now Friday nights because I'm not going anywhere during a pandemic and SmackDown's been pretty damn good uh, from top to bottom recently and that's probably the wrestling show I enjoy the most uh, weekly shows out of the weekly shows so uh, you know that's my routine right now and it's (laughs) I'm not going to be able to change it Uh, the fact that I'm 35 now and I'm doing so many different things uh, whereas when I was When it was 1993, you know, I was a kid. I All I had to do was my homework, you know? So that's kind of where I'm at.
0: Yeah, I mean, Mondays for Raw, Raw is such a tough watch because it's such bad television. It it just is. It is. But my whole thing is I have
1: Monday Night Football on one TV, Raw on the other, and I'm kind of set for Monday night, you know, unless it's a, a Philly team is playing. But, but
0: it's not just a bad wrestling show. It goes beyond that. It's just bad television. <laughs> no, <laughs> it really right. is. And it's a you're right. It's hard to watch for three hours. And then on top of that, I think because of this pandemic too, we're not out of the house as much. Like I could be I could be outside of the bar. I could be at a friend's house. You know, we could be hanging out together, doing something like anything. Uh but when you're at home because of the pandemic and now we have how many streaming services? That, by the way, streaming services—you get enough of those. You have a whole cable bill right there. So yeah. don't, don't get don't get duped into getting all the streaming services. Like I'm saving so much money. Like no, you're not. Um, Netflix just went up on their price. Yeah. Um, but you do have a lot at your disposal. You have Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus. You might have Amazon Prime and something on Amazon. There's, there's so many. And if these streaming channels don't just have movies from. Back in the day, they don't just have like in the beginning. They just had movies from you know back in the day. Now they have original programming that's damn good, bro. Like that's you can watch and get lost in for hours. Like like I said, I watched I've, I was just watching uh, Mind Hunters on Netflix. Me and my girlfriend frequently watch Br- Great British Baking Show on Netflix. I, <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. I like that show. Um, <laughs> we watching for some reason. We started watching uh, Ink Masters on Netflix, which is weird, but um we just started that because they have a shuffle option on netflix now and that, that came up on a shuffle mm. option it was like oh, okay let's watch this uh but what's another one big mouth is a great it's a uh-huh. hilarious show i started
1: that but i haven't uh finished oh it yet. man
0: it's so damn funny so like i can i enjoy these you know products i enjoy mm. this entertainment then i watch wwe and i'm just like maybe and i don't think i'm just jaded i don't think i'm just a jaded wrestling fan i'm like oh that that could have been better. Why are they watching TV sideways? I just, it's just not fun television to watch. <laughs> like, honestly. And there's so much better television out there. But then on, on Friday, I do watch SmackDown because my daughter is a wrestling fan. And I typically have her Thursday through Saturday. So we're watching SmackDown. And I, I like watching SmackDown with her. I get to see Roman Reigns and his storyline, so that's dope. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks is on SmackDown. And Big E is on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And I like watching wrestling with her. But and it's only two hours. Boom, there you go. (laughs) That's exactly
1: (laughs) it. That's exactly it. It goes by pretty quickly on a Friday night. Oh, yeah. Especially when the show is really, for all intents and purposes, I'll say it's the best wrestling show on weekly TV right now. I think it's better than AEW and absolutely better than Raw. NXT, I I don't watch, so maybe NXT is better, but uh, it's a, you know, SmackDown is easy to consume. Uh, there are dumb points to it. I mean, it's WWE, so you're going to see that, and there are criticisms, but uh, I think really for me, it's the Roman Reigns storyline, and it kind of, I guess it makes my enjoyment of everything else going on a little bit better. (laughs) Maybe it's just uh, one of those kind of reactions that I have uh, when I think it's the best thing going in pro wrestling right now, that story, it is, and then it makes everything else better. I enjoyed the Sammy Awards, you know, that stuff, and Like that stuff was entertaining to me, and it's been a while. It's been a long while since I've kind of like entered, like kind of even laughed at something on WWE TV. Oh, the way I chuckled at that.
0: On SmackDown, got Roman Reigns and and the Kevin Owens and the Usos and all that stuff. And on Raw, you got the Fiend getting set on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Which by the way, I mean.
1: When it happened, I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever, but literally like 10 minutes later, I was like, I love that. Like,
0: I don't. <laughs> I don't know why, on. but he's got to come back next week. He's a, he's a supernatural being now. He, you can't kill right. him by setting him on fire. Then how do you beat him?
1: He's just, not Goldberg come spear,
0: just knock him out. Goldberg's spear is stronger than what Bray and Fire. In, in fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, like you said, you could beat him technically, yeah, but just... like he shouldn't lose matches if he can survive being burnt alive bro that's just me i don't know I, maybe I'm. I, true, well, you've never
1: been hot on the fiend though so i think that's not, kinda...
0: from, n- not since day one <laughs> so oh God, I'm, I'm consistent in that
1: yeah and i totally understand that and uh when you when you've seen it that way for i guess what's it been now two years almost uh of that character kind of like you're you don't him being set on fire is kind of, like, ridiculous to you. For me, I'm just kind of like, that's hilarious because, one, it looked exactly like him. I don't know if it was, like, a, a wax dummy and exactly a shape or whatever. It, or The,
0: the, the it, doll looked pretty good. I, didn't get, I didn't <laughs> get that much credit. Like, for,
1: for me, like, I even rewound it. I was like, okay, what did I miss? And I was like, damn, that really looks like the way, What, however they shot it, it was probably the best thing they've done uh, in I don't know how long, uh, just to, one, get a reaction. I mean, they got yeah. my reaction. I took a video of it, posted it right away on Twitter, and I was like, this Wrestling is Wrestling doesn't have
0: to be that difficult, though, bro. Right. You don't have to do all that stuff. Like, well, I mean,
1: uh, I guess... You don't have to. It, it, character. I mean, I guess it's in the character. I don't know. He no, came a, out of a flaming a dumpster or whatever he was in. He came out of a flaming casket, right? So a
0: terrible character. I don't like The Fiend. Fire do not Never doesn't... liked it. <laughs> there's, there's nothing creative about it. It's just this unstoppable being that wears a mask and dresses like a clown and has a mallet that's an alter ego of bray Wyatt <laughs> there's nothing there's no lore behind it what is the lore behind it there isn't any there's no backstory it's just alter ego that's unstoppable right done all right I'm, like I'm done it, it.
1: at least with the demon king you kind of had that uh lore behind they it cut that's a promo they right It was like yeah
0: right he goes to a certain place and stuff like that they even had a whole promo explaining the lore behind the demon king and, and, and or the the demon it was just a demon at first and he, the right. demon king is like shut up <laughs> WWE you always mess it up god when he was in NXT it was just the demon which is that's all I need to know why is it the demon king why is he a king now he's the demon royalty I'm getting off on a tangent It's stupid it was dumb they always find a way even by just adding one word they mess it up <laughs>
1: See, this is how WWE has ruined like our fandom almost. Like this is we yeah. have to, like this is how we react to something like it's okay, you added King to it. It shouldn't be that big of a deal, but it is because there's so no stupid. reason for it. You know, they just None. leave it the way it was. What just it's because just you're moving from NXT to Raw or SmackDown does not mean you have to change things. Keith Lee, his ring gear was fine. <laughs> like, <Hey. laughs>
0: Come no one on, ever said man. this guy just looks out of shape. He's like 6'3. 300-plus yeah. pounds. He can he looks like he can whoop somebody's ass. Like <laughs> he looks like a body, he looks like he'd be a bouncer at a club and he's throwing <laughs> people out of the club. You don't have yo, no hats in here. Get out. <laughs> you got the wrong shoes on. Get out, fam. And he's throwing people out. On their ass. And you yeah. don't just, know, just there's no questioning that because he does not doesn't have a six foot. I don't. Look. Let's move on. <laughs> we'll talk about this all day. Um my next gift for pro wrestling. It's a gift for all of pro wrestling. Again, but it's a different one. It's not pandemic-related. <laughs> it has to do with the content that's on the television. The content that's being presented in pro wrestling. It is missing... I would give pro wrestling the cool factor back. Because what is actually mm. cool about wrestling in 2020-2021? Like, What's the coolness about it? What's hip about it? What's cutting-edge... Because I would look at pro wrestling from 2020, 2021, 2021 eyes and say it's stuck in either the late 90s or early 2000s, my opinion. But other than the moves that happened in the ring, what's cool about pro wrestling? Because I don't think the moves in the ring is what made pro wrestling the, the massive multi-million, billion-dollar industry it was in the late 90s. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the moves what people cared about. It was, it was, it was cool back then. Mm-hmm. But that, that cool for the 90s has kind of remained somehow like and stayed into 2020. And it feels... doesn't feel that much different. And I just tweeted... You know, I've started to talk about it in the past. I, I think I know what they could start to do. I've talked about it in the past on the show where they implement more hip-hop. They need to uh, cater to the younger audience more. Stop using all that rock music. You know, people... The long, ha- the long hair. The long hair. Some people it works but for Roman Reigns. It works. Other guys don't. <laughs> yeah. Cut it. Like it's not the '80s. Not the '90s. It took Baron Corbin uh, quite a bit. <laughs> right, but he look. He's better for it. Right. All right. right? right. I'm saying like, <laughs>
1: like uh, I remember people were saying in NXT should have cut it, and uh, it just on well, SmackDown it's like, come on, dude, seriously.
0: <laughs> that's partially because his hairline was just pushed. Yeah, all yeah, exactly, like that. exactly,
1: and that's what happens. Like. Even uh, you know he wasn't—he's not that old, but I mean that's what happens as you grow up. Thank God, knock on wood, my hair is in a great spot at 35 years old, <laughs> where I can actually grow it out and you know put it up, and for that's the true, first time in true. my life, like I'm I'm able to do right. it, and it doesn't look. But crazy, it's not even like so.
0: they're rocking the man bun; they just got it hanging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. So yeah, but like that coolness that just it's just missing. There's nothing hip or cool about wrestling in 2020. So I would give and that's just not just WWE. To me that's WWE, that's AEW, that's Ring of Honor, that's New Japan. Not New Japan, like that's a different culture. I'm not going to talk about what's cool to to Japan, but here in the United States, I think I got a better grasp of that here in the United States. Um Impact. Uh any like there's a reason why now I would assume that if there were if NXT and AEW on separate nights, A.A.W. would get over a million viewers. I think they both would see yeah. an increase. But I think that the number two promotion in the world, and even the number one promotion in the world in WWE, with Raw and SmackDown, they can get more viewers. There are viewers out there. They watch basketball. They watch football. Mm-hmm. They watch other shows. They watch Some of them, a lot of them watch cable news, too. But um, <laughs> there are viewers out there to be had. Now, granted, obviously, the streaming habits, are, you can know, you stream stuff out there today. I understand that things are different than what they were 20 years ago. I'm not saying they should have five six seven million viewers like they did back in the day but there's no reason why AEW despite the fact that NXT is on the same night even with NXT on the same night they should get over a million viewers I think every single week I think so if it was cool I think it would happen that's just me now if NXT is off Wednesday nights they probably would do it every single week but even with them on Wednesday nights they should be able to it's just Wrestling just isn't hot right now. It's just not. Mm-mm. It's just not, not not like it's not permeating pop culture the way it did twenty years ago. I'm not saying you got to repeat what happened twenty years ago because that's been that's, do- yeah. that's, gone. that's, that's de- not that's gone. That's dead. Work. Yeah, it's not going to work today, right? You got to find out what's happening today, and go tap into that, and be hip and cool and cutting edge, and that's how you'll gain these viewers. These viewers will watch. So that's what I would give to pro wrestling: that cool factor, that just being hip, being current. Or well, being ahead of the curve, even. But definitely being in, in tune with what's happening today. ECW gained a following because they were with the, with the grunge scene. They felt like the 90s. They encapsulated the 90s. Same thing with the attitude era. They were the, they were the 90s. And w, w kind of started it, too, with the NWO, that, that that counterculture. But that was 20 years ago, 25 years ago now. It's different now. What's happening today? And you're probably not going to find it when you got a 70-year-old uh, billionaire at the top of one promotion who, you know, is a conservative and doesn't really think, probably thinks the kids are young punk millennials. <laughs> and you got on the top of another country, you got another bunch of conservatives, at least from the young bucks, uh, who, you know, who are probably, who are also nearing 40 themselves, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, white, just like Vince McMahon is, mm-hmm. you know, not a whole lot of diversity at the top of the promotion, at least besides Brandy Rhodes, who is black and a woman. Um, so kudos to her, but we need some, we need some different visions here. And other, otherwise, it's just, we're just going to be here, and that's just it. Damn it! Not happy with your NFL picks or fantasy lineup?
1: Luckily we have you covered. Follow Fox Sports the Gambler for its Sunday service. This is what we needed. Our sports wagering wizard Mark Drumheller, fantasy guru Tony Jigsaw Catillo, and Eagles insider Victor Williams serve up a Sunday
0: feast. That's what you do TV!
1: Of winning players, picks, and everything you need to start your work week off on the right foot. Always tune into Fox Sports the Gambler on the iHeartRadio App or
0: 1025 FM. So, Uh, and I'm
1: hopeful we're gonna get there. You know, it's been too long, uh, really like attitude era and then the ruthless aggression era and then like the PG era. Uh, we're ready for change, like real change, like seeing things differently, seeing you know, the hurt business that's that's good. Uh, it could be better, you know, like it's you know, they, they do a good job, but um
0: it's and then i talk about i don't think cinematic matches are like the difference like that oh that's this is different because they they, they, they they look like fight scenes in the movie and also it's clearly not working so we need to do something else (laughs) it's not bringing the viewers in right you know so i mean i mean cut you off
1: no and i think uh you kind of I, i agree with your point earlier about bringing viewers in that the viewers are out there like people are still watching tv they're watching live content uh you know, it's yep. just the That's fact that... That's the key, that,
0: live content.
1: Like, wrestling needs... I don't know what the answer is. What, to make it cool again, like, I, I don't know. Um, but I think it starts with writing. Like, yeah, you could write a better show. Like, if you feel like you absolutely need writers, and I think I've... I forget who it was that said it, but it was... Uh, it might have been the PG era or the Ruthless Aggression era where uh, Vince McMahon had decided that he needs a writing team like the actual writing team um and we're not talking about just creative booking or anything like that like actually writing down the promos type that type of stuff and it's been like that ever since and that's where you you don't get to create new stars because you give them a chance at you know a hell of a promo and i mean there have been some great promos through the years but i can count them on both my hands and that's the problem where You're like okay. You're only allowed one good promo every five months because if you give a good promo back to back weeks, then that's gonna somehow water down your character or something like that. Like that's really how I feel. The decision makers are kind of spinning this into making. uh, And I'm mainly talking WWE. I mean AEW is not. You know they're just over a year old. It's tough to gauge like if they're gonna you know fail or succeed. Um, I think they're doing a good job so far. Their numbers are good. Um, I mean, numbers were a whole different thing back in the day when WWF was just expanding. So people talk about the key demos now and everything like it matters. I don't think it matters as much as people make it out to be right now uh, because you can get get as, as great a key demo as you want and maybe get a new TV deal at TNT. But, I mean, if your viewership remains the same then you're not really growing. You're not really expanding. So um, I know the key demos fluctuate a lot, but specifically with AEW. Uh, but with WWE, I just... I don't... We're stuck, you know? Like, I feel like we've been watching the same exact product for as long as we've been doing this podcast for five-plus years. You know, we're almost right, going that's on that's why we got the years. same gifts. <laughs> exactly. We got the same gifts. You know, I, I mean... Luckily, we were able to do some great stuff with, with. We did live commentaries of recent stuff, which is awesome. But um, it, overall, I'm not seeing an actual shift in philosophy, and that's kind of. And I'm just waiting for that because I know it could happen. I mean, it's happened before. I'm not expecting this man to come out and be like, uh, you know, we're going to have an attitude error again or anything like that. I'm expecting better a, a better produced show, and I, I I I guess that's where I'm coming out with this uh, the next gift I have on my list of uh, just changing up the production, especially of WWE shows. AEW at least it feels live because there are mistakes that are made, uh, camera cuts that are bad. I mean it happens at WWE too, but uh, they just did one at the TLC uh, pay per view when they missed a table spot, of course, but. Uh, at least that makes it feel live and stuff like that. But it's too polished. Wrestling, live wrestling is too polished. I I don't like it. You know, it's back when Raw was live and Nitro was live every week. Uh, there were, like, you know, mistakes. I go back on watch on the WWE Network. There's stuff that you don't see today because WWE cleaned it up. And they don't allow that to happen anymore. But I miss that. It was almost part of the charm of those TV shows and those companies where, um, even the WCW wrestlers talking into the camera uh, when they're making their entrances or even after a match and stuff like that, you could hear them sometimes, other times you couldn't hear them. And then the announcers it's literally the only time right. Harlem Heat would cut promos
0: when they <laughs> yeah, made their mu- entrance, yeah,
1: pretty much. And if you weren't like, talking to Mean Gene right at the entrance ramp, then you were talking to the camera on your way to the ring or right after a match, and just everything the way it's produced, even at AEW, Ring of Honor impact wrestling impact wrestling i think has the best production uh that i enjoy personally out of all the shows that i watch because they do like these backstage segments that don't feel as polished they do these uh in-ring segments and matches that yes it's a tape show but it still doesn't feel as polished as a live WWE or AEW program and i think that's part of the what I like about wrestling, I, it's t- taken me 30 years to kind of understand that what I like most about wrestling is not always n- like not always watching it the way I am now versus the way I did when I was a kid. And I and when I was a kid, almost everything was taped. I mean, Raw would have been the first live weekly show that I remember watching uh, and I was eight years old seven years old, but uh, nowadays I'm just so sick of the way it's produced and, like, the camera cuts and the way, it's, especially WWE, man, it, it all comes back to WWE for me. The LED lights, the, the way they even zoom in on the announcers when they're talking, the terminology they use. I think I even tweeted earlier uh, during TLC the whole... Uh, one week from sunday type of uh you know phrase <laughs> that i just hate just say the date just say the date and then you could say hey it's one week from <laughs> sunday but it's like on our Chiron. it's on everywhere and it's like right. i say I hate december that.
0: 21st whatever it was december yeah, 20th december you can 20th. say that yeah
1: like and people look at the calendar and they be like oh well, that's that's one week from sunday you know let them do it like why why do you have cuz i know as like the company, they want the viewer to think it's closer than it really is. So they maybe start getting hyped for it a, l- a little bit sooner. I don't know. Cause one week from Sunday sounds closer than 13 days away. And I understand that, but you don't have to say 13 days away. Just say the date. Uh, it just aggravates me. And it's, it's gotten worse year by year. And it's, it finally got to the point where I actually tweeted about it. <laughs> so, It's just the way everything's produced. I absolutely hate it. It's not a movie. Uh, The cinematic matches are fine because they're not like, you know, every single match. But wrestling shouldn't be a movie. And the way it is presented nowadays, it is. And I'm just kind of like done with it.
0: Yeah, WWE has uh, sacrificed the content for like the overproduction. They think like,
1: oh, we know how to
0: boot. Like they were in the the performance center for months. It's like, you know how to make the show better. Put it in an arena, add a bunch of lights. And it'll make the show instantly better. It's like, nope. People still don't care. They still don't care about that. <laughs> we'll add more lights. Yeah, and I <laughs> like,
1: thought they would go to the, the Tampa Bay uh you know uh, top uh topic kind of field and kind of change things and up and it looks as, like, the exact no. same, man.
0: Oh yeah, they didn't yeah, they didn't change anything of the production. Yeah, you're right, like the I production side. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> so yep. That's WWE for it. But I got one I got a gift for AEW. Okay. And that is a clear identity of who you are what your product is because this is the thing about AEW is that they kind of try to be variety like WWE you know WWE has comedy they have seriousness they have drama and it's like AEW don't do that don't be the like I think you you'd benefit you'd, you'd help yourself if you had a more clear distinct identity of what you are who you are it's easily identifiable Easily, you know, people can look like I know if I want to watch this type of product, I'm going to watch AEW for it, and because they have the 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 singing number with Jericho and MJF, and they ha- but they then again they have Kenny Omega versus Dean Ambrose, or not Dean Ambrose John Moxley, and it's like to me WWE is that's that's what that's what they're known for. It's kind of the schizophrenic kind of you don't know what their identity is. AEW you don't have to do that. You told us in the beginning from before you had one match. That you're going to be a sports, more sports orientated product, which from and from Tony Khan, I believe, because he runs multiple sports teams. Oh, his father runs them, and he helps his father runs these sports teams: Jacksonville Jaguars, Fulham FC. He knows what he knows. Sports. He knows wrestling too, obviously. But he's one of those. It seems like rare wrestling fans that also is heavy into sports, like regular sports too, because it doesn't seem like there's that many of us out there. Like <laughs> a lot of his wrestling fans just watch wrestling and that's it. <laughs> um clear case in point when Kenny Omega kinda mocked the um the Michael Jordan intro from when he would do like with the Bulls and like from North Carolina and all the wrestling hmm. fans like, but he's from Winnipeg. It's like, God, I don't know. It. I don't even know Michael Jordan? The most oh, famous man. athlete of our generation, That's Michael great, Jordan? Great analogy. <laughs> but it's true, though. So, like, but back to my point, AEW promises more sports like presentation, and there are a lot of ways where they haven't lived up to that. There are some ways they have. Win loss records, they've lived up to that. They've maintained that. They have rankings. I'm all for that. But, and they, they don't talk about live statistics. They haven't really done that too much. And the product overall doesn't really have that sports like feel. It feels like WWE, but just not with WWE wrestlers sometimes. And, and and that's not what it should be. So I would say the AEW have a clear identity. And if I were you, especially being on TNT on the same network as the NBA, where they have a tremendous pregame show, a tremendous halftime show, a tremendous postgame show, and they have NBA basketball, which is tremendous. <laughs> People love watching the NBA. You are on the same network with us and, and they have baseball too, right? On during the playoffs at least, and they ha- I think they have some they have regular season games with baseball. You are on the same network with a lot of these actual sports. It's not like WWE with USA. They're not on the same network with any other sports. They are with Fox, and it, it, doesn't look good. it doesn't look good side by side. But that's just WWE. You don't have to be them. You could be AEW. I think AEW could benefit from being still that more serious, more sports-orientated product that they talked about being way back in late, early 2019, before they had Double or Nothing. So that's what I would give AEW for the holidays: a clear, distinct identity. Could they need it? I,
1: they do, and I just fear that if they do get one, it's going to be too close to WWE. <laughs> I You're mean, probably right because a lot of them have been with WWE. That's yeah, all they know. and they're they're in the sport sports entertainment business, man. That's that's what's going to make them get game casual viewers through the through the years. Uh, no, this, it's not. I'm, t- that's the I'm thing. telling we you, we, that's it's what it's they think. has been proven. That's not the case.
0: That's, that's what they think. They, they I mean, they're going, getting Snoop Dogg they to do have... your announcing, I'm fine with that. Getting Shaq <laughs> to be a part of an angle, I'm fine with that. That's the, that's the entertainment side. But your wrestlers yeah. don't have to be entertaining they have to do the <laughs> entertainment stuff. They have to be entertaining. Don't get me wrong. I don't want them to say <laughs> that. But... They don't have to be part of the entertainment like a Snoop Dogg or Shaq and nothing like that. They Don't have to do the funny ha ha stuff. Let Shaq and Snoop Dogg provide that, or any other celebrity you got, or a manager even. But your wrestlers, when they get when they're doing stuff, I'm just I don't need all the bells and whistles and stuff like that. Like you mean more sports orientated, and they do a good yeah. job at it. They do a decent job at it, I should say, but they could do better, in my opinion. Yeah, I. But I, even if they, I, if, even if whatever it is, just make it an identity. wherever it's sp- more sports, more entertainment, just make it clear that's what you want to be. Because they're kind of schizophrenic right now.
1: The the one thing that I have uh, right now, uh,
0: I have it down, but
1: I mean, you kind of just said it. But uh, I kind of have AEW an arrow to sports. <laughs> um, before AEW started, there was all this hoopla about they were going to be like this more sports centric. And obviously I haven't, like I mentioned on the show, I was hoping more of a WCW type product where the matches were, uh, you know, not what we're seeing now. And I, I guess it's just the North American. Well, I shouldn't say North American, but the American wrestling style right now, it's just kind of slow plotting, uh, spots are being set up, you know, well in advance and it just doesn't look realistic to me. Uh, And I was looking for to AEW for that because I know I wasn't going to get it in WWE. Even in NXT, you know they do a great job. Their matches, uh, you know, kind of flow and look better. Uh, I, I I guess I mean I don't want to completely crap on the main roster, but my whole issue with the in-ring product is how slow it's become and how really everything is telegraphed. And I didn't feel like maybe even 10 years ago that it was as bad. Maybe it was getting as bad around then. And I was kind of out of it for a little bit. Uh, But when I go back to like 2005, 2006, the wrestling was a lot better uh, inside the ring. It looked more realistic. Uh, People weren't waiting, you know, 30 seconds to set up a spot. Uh, People weren't like diving on the outside and a group of people all the time. And that's,
0: I I don't settle down
1: there, Jim Ross. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, he said something for the first time in a long time that i agreed with and you know people jumped on him for it like they're going to i mean uh jim ross hasn't had a very good run the last couple of years with the internet wrestling fans but uh it, just based on things he's said he said and like i agree with some of it that it was crazy but this thing i particularly agree with and that it's so unrealistic and that's part of what I wanted AEW to not be, and I wanted the like the tag team matches like they don't make sense because you know they're double team moves all the time, and I mean it's better than no tag team matches. <laughs> I understand that, but uh, it's just not what I had hoped for. And I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt still, even after a year, because like I just kind of like to troll a little bit on Twitter when it comes to that because I still think that people are giving AEW too long of a leash because they're new and they do the same exact type, they do the same type of things WWE does, but they kind of get a pass for it because they're new. It's like, no, man, hold them accountable because they're doing the same thing you don't want WWE to do, so let them know so they won't do it. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, don't like it when AEW does it and not like it when WWE does it. Be vocal. Be like, hey, we don't want to see that. Have AEW react to it the way WWE won't. Because WWE's not going to react to anything unless there's, like, bad press or, you know, like, I think the last thing they really did was change the name of the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal, uh, Memorial Battle Royal, because of the uh, reaction to that. And when was the last time they really kind of reacted in, in that way to something that fans didn't want? You know, like, AEW, they, they do the same type of thing, and fans are like, oh, yeah, that's great. It's like, no. AEW can be so much better. They should be so much better. I like the presentation. I love the the ring ropes and the, the black ring ropes. <laughs> Put the logo on the mat. Uh, you know, bring it back. I, I don't know. I don't I don't hate AEW, but I'm just disappointed in that they could be so much better. Like, stop the whole telegraphing moves. Like, you don't need a group of people to dive on Every week, like, I don't know. Just make it realistic. I don't know. Like, I, I just, don't know, I don't I, know how you it? do that because that's what wrestling in 2020 is in, in America. Like, that's what it is. I don't – like, Impact does it a little better, um, but they're also taped. So I don't know how much editing goes into that. Ring of Honor I haven't seen in a while, so I don't know how they are. But I've seen it everywhere, just the same type of stuff in American wrestling, and I'm over it. I that's why i enjoy new japan more than anything when it comes to in ring
0: that's that's fair i'll say this much about aw it's a good product okay unless we uh nitpick certain things here and there i don't think the identity is really a nitpick i think that's an actual criticism but um they some people i think go the hype beasts are out there and they go crazy they're revolutionizing the business it's like let's take it <laughs> carried away Okay, because they're not revolutionizing anything; they're doing exactly what other promotions do. Uh, well, they they provided leverage for wrestlers. Like, yes, yeah. in this day and age, that is kind of revolutionary, but that's not that's not new neither. Like, yeah. there's another promotion twenty years ago that was on TNT that actually did provide leverage for wrestlers, and that was WCW. So, you know, they're they're fine. They're fine. Um, my next gift, we both had uh, given NXT a different night of television. That was. Uh, on both of our lists. I'll skip over that. <clears throat> but I, another gift for WWE. And they want this so bad. But honestly, I don't want to give it to them. But I know WWE, they want it really bad. they They, they pine for it. They yearn for it. And that is an Emmy. <laughs> or some type of recognition from the mainstream media. About how they shoot their television show. Because they've been yearning for it for years and years and they've been doing it their style and their way for years and years and they've got no recognition for it because it sucks. So that's the reason why I don't <laughs> want to give it to them because I don't want them to feel like, see, we were doing it right the whole time. But, you know, I just I just feel bad for them. You know, you, you see somebody, they want something really bad, you want to help them out. Even though WWE doesn't necessarily deserve it. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I would give WWE. This is like my most I'm being at my most generous with this gift, all right? <laughs> all right. Uh, this, is, this is 2020. It's It's been a rough year for a lot of people. Not necessarily WWE, but it's <laughs> been a rough year. Uh, And so I'm in a giving mood. So I'll give them an Emmy. We won't... It'll only matter to WWE, though. <laughs> no one else will recognize it. Just give them that trophy, and then... I don't know. They need something. Because the way they shoot their television is terrible. Like, you talk about the production, yeah, they need to change it up. That's... There's the so main many reason reasons. why I just can't
1: or hate, I, like I hate watch it because of the way they shoot it. Like I don't hate the actual wrestlers. I don't hate the fact that they're being told, you know, what to do. I hate the way it's produced.
0: Rough. It's rough. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's my gift to WWE. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not.
1: I'm not. I wouldn't even give them a slammy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, by the way, Damn. I still have to watch that. I haven't watched that yet, so I still have to watch that. You don't have I, to top, watch it. top, it's, hey, top, but gold made an appearance, so i, I saw your tweet about that,
0: so. and I skipped it. I <laughs> scrolled right past that. I'm not gonna lie to you,
1: I'm telling you, man, they gotta. You know what? This is my gift to WWE, top, Pettingill. Get him back full time. I don't care what it takes. Todd pettengill got too like much him.
0: personality for WWE. Yeah, that exactly. <laughs> Damn it. Watch some <laughs> good AEW or something. Just him being Todd Pettengill <laughs> and his like excited face and all that. Way too much personality for right? a backstage interviewer in he WWE. Might, he you might know that. To, they got to be robots. Well, they have batteries in their back. He can absolutely
1: sell something You know that isn't being bought They asked the wrestlers else. to do that. <laughs> but they, they can't do it either, man. Get Todd in there. Maybe you can make him a manager. making him a manager for every single oh my wrestler. God. How about that?
0: Now, you get, now, you, now you're talking crazy. <laughs> but yeah. Get, make uh, him a manager.
1: Definitely, definitely a Todd fan. As you can tell uh, if you listen to this or even follow my timeline. <laughs> but uh, I will say this. WWE needs somebody right now that they haven't had in a while. I'm not necessarily sure it's going to help ratings right away. But I miss this guy. I miss the way he was presented. He's the one common thing that I have enjoyed in WWE, even uh, in random segments that he's popped up in and short matches that he's had. Uh, not all good, but not all bad. And has some, some bangers in there. I miss Brock Lesnar, man.
0: Oh, I, my God. I, I need
1: WWE to bring him back some way, somehow. Get him involved in something. I, I, maybe well, not hopefully not a title pitcher, because I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm enjoying the title pitchers on both shows right now. I think Drew McIntyre is doing a great job, and obviously Roman Reigns is doing what he's doing. So but I miss Brock Lesnar. I mean, is, it, like, is he going to be, is he something without Paul Heyman? Like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed that pairing too, but damn. I, I've been watching like old stuff, and then even some of Lesnar's recent stuff, I miss that guy.
0: Listen, I have a Brock Lesnar gift on here, too. I'll just say it right now. Uh, it's pretty much on the line with what you said, but I said Brock Lesnar. This, this is a gift for WWE. They don't necessarily want, they don't really <laughs> want this, but I'm going to give it to them because I know what's good for them, and they don't, all right? It's like a kid. It's like, I know what's good they're, for you.
1: They're going to wrap it back up.
0: <laughs> no, they, they, I'm not giving them a gift receipt, all right? <laughs> Keeping this gift. It's for Brock Lesnar to suddenly wake up one day and to say, you know what? I don't want to win championships anymore. But he still wants to wrestle. So bring, like you said, bring Brock back for matches, big matches. Because I like Brock, too, in the ring. When he yeah. sells, he's amazing. Yeah. His matches are typically awesome. And it's not because he does a t- a 20,000 moves, obviously. <laughs> it's because when he actually sells, people buy in. And he's yeah. good at it. And because he rarely sells, it works. Every time, no matter who's going up against, whether it's Keith Lee, whether it's, Hell, The Undertaker, yeah. or whether it's Finn Balor or AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan. Ray Mysterio. All his matches like, work. Hey, Ray Mysterio. His, his all his matches, matter who he's going up against, work.
1: They're the most realistic of anybody right now. And that's why I love it. I mean, it, yes, he's a monster. And, like, literally, everything booked around those matches and in those matches are the most realistic that WWE's booked in, I don't yeah. know, since Attitude Era, like... It's realistic. Know. It's realistic that he's a monster. It's realistic it does, that a younger, like a uh, smaller person, can, you know, find an avenue to take advantage of and right. look and like they he almost sells beat
0: him. for them. Yeah, the yeah. way he sold for Daniel Bryan was amazing. Yeah, that was that was uh that might be one of my
1: favorite matches ever.
0: And the crowd came alive for that. Why? Because it's Brock knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So again. Bring Brock back or get him under contract again, but do not give him any championships. He does not need championships anymore. He does not need to hold championships hostage for months at a time to the point that you don't have a champion on your show, and that's another tool in your toolbox for your show every week to have a storyline revolving around said championship. I remember five years ago. I was like, well, it's okay. The champion doesn't have to be there every week. It's not a requirement. Yeah. Hogan wasn't there every week, but WWE television suffered because of it, because they didn't know how to book without a champion, and that's the problem. <laughs> like, yeah. They didn't know how to tell stories without that championship. So, no, WWE needs that tool, <laughs> because they're not good without it. Not because they need a champion every week. It's just WWE needs a champion every week. Um, I don't necessarily need to see a champion every week, but WWE does. So, yes, I, I concur on everything you just said. Brock is good. Giving him championships, very bad.
1: <laughs> you know what? Uh, I I, I kind of wrote uh, the guy I want to see him wrestle uh, or at least have a match with, and I don't know if it would be like at WrestleMania. probably should be, but I need to see Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. I have to see it. I would love to see that match work out.
0: And I don't know how happen. WWE hasn't done that to this point. Yeah. yeah it's ridiculous.
1: It, it is. It is. So. They've
0: never had a one-on-one match, I don't think. Yeah. Unless they've had something like somewhere, another promotion Maybe somewhere, house, but or a house show, <laughs> right? I even doubt but they, that. They both done MMA. They both are amateur wrestlers. They're both jacked up. <laughs> like, well, Lesnar was yeah, gone by the happen. time
1: Lashley came in the first time That's to WWE, true. and then. That's true. He came back in 2012, and I don't think Lashley came back to what
0: 2016 or 17. So. Right, and they put Lashley in a co- like in a love triangle yeah. with Rusev and all that stuff. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? This is Bobby yeah. Lashley. Do y'all forget who he is? <laughs> like what? He is Black Brock Lesnar. Like you, you see Brock <laughs> Lesnar, make him black. That's Bobby Lashley. He's the same. Like, you know, obviously Brock has done stuff to a, to a higher degree where as far as being UFC heavyweight champion, and he's an NCAA champion. But that doesn't mean that. Bobby Lashley is, like, you know, chump change compared to him. Like, what? Bobby Lashley may not have won a UFC heavyweight title, but he did MMA and was beating people in MMA. He had a pretty yeah. good MMA career going for him before he went back to wrestling. And then before he went back to Impact, I believe, right? Who's doing both in Impact, yeah. actually. He's doing he, he was. MMA and wrestling. That
1: was a great storyline they had him in. Like, he, they had his MMA guys, like, follow him around in wrestling. It
0: was great. Right. He had a, he had a whole team Entourage. walking into the ring and all that. Yeah, yeah that was dope. And then he, you know, he, he he amateur wrestled. He was in the military. Like, come on, man! You think he, this is a Vince McMahon's dream? <laughs> military man who could you jacked up like that? Come on, now. So yeah, that that's something that should have happened already. But it's better, I guess. It's better for it because Bobby Lashley is like more of a badass than he was a year or two ago. Yeah, with the hurt business. Yeah, that's
1: you kind of see him elevating a little bit now. You know, that's kind of why I noted that, uh, definitely a year ago, I would have been like, uh, like, how could you possibly book that at this point? Uh, you can't, and again, I mean, I guess we did see it with, uh, someone like Jinder Mahal, uh, where they just do a complete 180 and then book them to the moon, but I I don't see them doing the same thing with Bobby. I would have
0: accepted it with Bobby because Bobby is legit. Yeah. Like
1: it's realistic too. right? Right. Um, but I just, I don't have the faith that they would do that and, uh. But right now, like, I, hey, the is this is probably the most uh, interesting part of Raw. And maybe Drew McIntyre as well. I mean, it's yeah, it's good stuff. It. But that in three hours, that's not good. And that's why I, like, I still enjoy some things like that. But when it's only like one or two things out of a three-hour show where there's maybe, what, like 30 segments? <laughs> or I'm just kind of spitballing here. Um, I don't know the exact number. But that's bad. You know, that's just because I like a certain segment part of it and maybe even if they're part of the show more than once uh that's not enough that's not enough and uh that's just kind of you know you need so much more you need you need to do so much more you need like I, I like the longer matches I mean they're fine uh especially when they're not doing like all these flips everywhere but I mean I don't want to sound like Jim Ross again but jeez Make the wrestling more realistic. You know, rest holds matter, <laughs> you know, like they tell a story in the ring. So why are we like not doing why we're not telling stories anymore? We're doing flips and setting up spots, you know, ten seconds in advance. Like I'm
0: done with that. Done with it. <laughs> well, I I got a two part gifts here next. Yeah. And it's one is is they're both for WWE wrestlers. Uh one is for the wrestlers for for the wrestlers for WWE to care about the current ones.
1: Mm.
0: Not named like Roman Reigns or something like that. But they need to care about all the current guys, like they care about the Undertaker and Goldberg and <laughs> people like that.
1: Well they're gonna have a legends night in two weeks overall. Did you see
0: that? I, I'm glad I got a gift receipt. <laughs> <laughs> because damn it WWE uh. Ratings down, bring back a legend. It's like, bruh, if you put any investment but besides trash into these current people, maybe the ratings wouldn't be so bad. You had to pull out the Steve Austin. You had to pull out Undertaker again. You had to bring back Goldberg. You had to bring back whoever, Shawn Michaels and <laughs> Triple H. Let's do DX again, guys. <laughs> oh, no, Billy's not here. Don't matter. We got three of the, We can bring Waltman in. using DX. You know, let's do another DX reunion. Let's bring back the NWO for a night. And it's like, man, come on, bro. These guys can barely walk to the ring. I don't care. I don't care. I'm done. <laughs> but another part, this is a more serious one, is for the wrestlers, WWE wrestlers, to get their Twitch channels back and make full <laughs> money off of it. But also to get the either the independent status clarified to where they can actually be independent contractors. And get outside endorsements and do get movie roles and TV roles and stuff like that without WWE preventing them from doing it. Because uh, like I just heard CM Punk do we on Renee Young or Renee Paquette's sorry Renee Paquette's <laughs> podcast, um, and he was talking about how the stuff you know he he lost out on a bunch of stuff because WWE didn't let him do it. Uh, and I think that's BS. If you're independent, you should be yeah. able to do certain stuff like yeah. that, especially unless, especially if you're doing it under your real name and not. You know, WWE's yeah. name, but whatever. Or, even better, have them be made employees and start covering their road expenses. You know, rental cars and hotels. They should have to pay for that on their own. How about their health insurance? Yeah, you, if they get hurt in the ring, you cover their surgery or whatever. But what about, you know, life insurance? What about 401ks mm-hmm. and retirements and all that stuff that every other decent Mm-hmm. Job has. I have a 401k. Benefits. I have a retirement. Right, family. Yeah, my family should recover too. But at least, at least me. At least if I died, kill over tomorrow, my family could pay for my funeral without having to go into pocket for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you would do it, but we don't know. <laughs> like WWE, we don't know for sure. So I would give that to WWE. Either become true independent contractors or actually become employees. So that they can get all the benefits that come with being employees of a multi-billion dollar company. That other employees in the company do have, by the way. It's not like WWE doesn't give these benefits out to anyone. They don't have the structure or the infrastructure for it. They do. And the Twitch channel's back. Uh, so they can make some money on the side while they're not on the road. Because that's BS too. Uh, that's ridiculous. You know, give them the twist channels but only give them a cut of the money. Like, that's That's BS. Yeah, And for them also just to care about them creatively on screen and put them in time and to make them larger-than-life stars like Steve Austin and like Undertaker and like Goldberg. But, you know, so maybe in 15 years you can bring one or two of them back for a night or two and that's it. So, you yeah. know, yeah. that's my that's my spiel on that. Uh, that's my gift to, to, to the wrestlers of WWE.
1: Completely agree with you, and I think you make a good point in that Hey, look at Sasha Banks. She's getting a lot of notice right now being in the Mandalorian. Exactly. She doesn't need w- – it's getting to the point where she's not going to need WWE.
0: I hope that happens for yeah, her. I, More I power do. to her.
1: Hey, I would not be mad one bit if she was already thinking of it. Uh, she probably already is, but, um, I mean, I had no idea she was going to be in that. And then there was like kind of like the big reveal. It's like, oh, okay. And then every week people are like, yes, like she's great. She's great. Hey – uh, it started early for The Rock, you know. People were like, "Man, he's great the Scor- What was it? The Scorpion King, I think. Uh, his first, was technically, first movie. Oh, Mummy Returns. Mummy Re- Returns. Mama Returns. Yeah. like a starring role or something like that. So,
0: well, uh, well he wasn't starring. Like, he had a cameo. Like he was, he was the Scorpion King of Mummy Returns, and it, then they had the Scorpion King movie.
1: Yeah. So this could be <laughs> building steps to that for Sasha Bags. Let's and, hope. Hey, she definitely wouldn't need. WWE, so this is kind of like almost, I don't want to say a sign, but WWE, like, you have the ability to create any star you want, you know? Like right. It, it's different for everyone. You can't create and manufacture the same star at, like, for different people. Like, you got to, like, Move towards their strengths and go with that. Uh, So Roman Reigns right now, I feel like he's among the best that he's ever been. Uh, Just based on he's not even saying a lot. Like he has these promos, but he's like uh, the intensity with within the promo and the fact that he's not smiling and playing to the crowd. If there was a crowd there, you know, like that is what is making him right now. Sasha Banks like. I mean she doesn't I think she's proven uh, right now that WWE's just could be just a stepping stone for people and I know that's probably what they don't like, which is why they don't want to create stars, because they don't want to be viewed as a stepping stone for people, but why the hell not?
0: It only helps you. Uh, that's what I think. I, I th- honestly think I think it helps think that especially if Sasha doesn't. is still a wrestler. And as long as she's still wrestling, she's still a WWE superstar. Yeah, and, they're and like, oh, wh- where's I she mean, from? Wh- wh- who was that? Ex- I don't exactly. know her. Who is she? Exactly. Oh, she's a wrestler for WWE. Oh, what wh- what what WWE? I gotta watch WWE. I like her. Like she wrestled? Oh, let me see how she wrestle. Oh, now you gain a name, new viewer.
1: But but even if she doesn't wrestle and she just goes to doing movies or TV shows full time, you there's so much talent. I think that they can get because they can afford it. In wrestling, that they could create a new star in her place if they feel the need to. One, two,
0: three. You're listening to the Straight Shooters, featuring Vaughn Johnson and Nick Picone, giving you the best and worst in the world of professional wrestling past and present. The Straight Shooters Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora iHeartRadio, the radio.com app, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Player FM, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You can become a patron of the Straight Shooters for only $2 per month by signing up at patreon.com forward slash shooters radio. You'll get exclusive content never before heard from two of the best. You can also listen to classic episodes of the Straight Shooters at ShootersRadio.com. Right. If you were good at creating new stars, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Also, exactly, exactly. when they go on to do certain stuff, you should promote that. Like, hey, look at what our guys are doing. Right. They're not even promoting no. it, are they? They're not even promoting it, are they? They always want that mainstream attention, right? And they, they yearn for it. But yet, when they... When they got Mandalorian out there, one of the biggest shows on Disney Plus right now, the biggest shows on TV, period, which is a much better watch than Raw. I haven't watched the second season yet, <laughs> but I know it's better than watching Raw every week. I don't even um, watch
1: it. Like, I just see
0: what's being talked about. I watched about the it. first season. It's actually really good, but this, I haven't watched the second season yet. But come on. Like, that's 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 more mainstream. She's getting more mainstream attention from Mandalorian than she will ever get from SmackDown, period. I don't care what nobody say. Right? Okay. That's, that's a fact. Yeah, and you and then wrestling fans help, but like I'm telling you, that more people know about her now than this from SmackDown. Yeah. But WWE, you should be embrace that, embrace the fact that you're one of your wrestlers out there creating that buzz. That you know, it, it comes back to WWE. Instead, they want to hog everything up. They want everything in house. They want to own everything. They want to control everything. It's like, bruh. Nah. Not, <laughs> but your product is suffering for it. Nobody yeah. knows who your guys are. No one. Right. Seth Rollins walked down the street. Who is that? Just another guy with a man bun and a beard. And I like Seth Rollins. Don't get me wrong. I like Seth Rollins. I think he's very talented. And I think he's he's worthy of his position in WWE. But I don't mean that he's... That, and I'm sure wrestling fans know who Seth Rollins is. But let's say he goes to a place where there aren't, no, aren't a bunch of wrestling fans. Who knows who he is? Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to know who Steve Austin is. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to know who John Cena is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like When Steve Austin was at his peak... There weren't people who watched wrestling every week that knew who he was. They knew who he was without watching wrestling every week because he was everywhere. And people still know who Stone Cold is to this day. To this day. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, the same way. You know what I'm saying? They know who that is without even watching wrestling. The Undertaker is in that category too. They know who that is. You know what I'm saying? I just literally watched a rap battle or a clip from a rap battle the other day where a dude pretended to be the Undertaker out of nowhere. He finished his bar. They shut the lights out and and they closed just cut the lights back on, and he had the hat and the trench coat on, like he's like, like the Undertaker, and everybody went, like, "Oh, that's a, that's great," but you know why? Because it's the Undertaker. And he didn't he didn't go like Seth Rollins, and then, <laughs> people were like, "Who is that? Who who who, who like who? Uh. Like Kevin Owens?" And I'm like, "Whoa, say <laughs> like, what? Say like, who? Like that's what I'm saying, like." It's, yeah, it's so much yeah.
1: it's so uh, much. you know sasha banks is a smackdown women's champion
0: like why would you not want to uh just because they don't have any control over it they don't uh... it's not on peacock it doesn't benefit them in any way and i get <laughs> and i understand some of that i understand some of that oh they don't do nothing for us why would we promote that but it does do something for you in the long run because it brings eyeballs to your product yeah it shows it shows that these people people outside of this universe you created care about your wrestlers. It lends them credibility, and it and reverberates back to you. You're not making any money off of it, necessarily, because it's not on Peacock. Like I said, it's not an NBC product. It's not on WWE Network. They, they not, they're not getting a cut of that, you know, but you're looking for that mainstream yeah. attention. It's right there. It, so It is, and
1: that's the frustrating part for me, personally, where I feel like, why would anyone want to go to work for them? You know, like, why would Dolph Ziggler want to resign I mean, with them so many times? When yeah, I, like, I would have, I, I would have
0: left and been on a been on the road doing comedy. We're yeah, talking gra- three, gra- four granted, years granted, granted, I'm not in
1: their shoes. Like maybe they feel like it's the best move for them, but uh, that we hear like these interviews where it's like, oh yeah, they want to control everything. Well, why would you want that to happen to you? I guess if you're making enough money and you're you're okay with it not being the top dog, you're fine with it. I mean, Dol- Dolph, that's, that's Dolph felt like the, he had a talent. That's the issue that WWE created. You know, it's not that right. Dolph may, might not have that drive to be the best because WWE was like, well, you're never going to be the best. So maybe he was just like, okay. You have any more gifts by, by chance? Uh, I will just one more with just like uh, Drew McIntyre to have a real run with fans in the stands. I would like to see how he does. Mm. I think it's been good. Uh, I mean, people are really praising it, uh, I guess because of the times we're in, uh, I mean, nothing's been crazy, like unprecedented for me in terms of his title reign. I mean, it's good. I don't think it's great by any means, but like to see him, uh, with it, uh, give a shot when fans return and see what he could do. Because I, I don't want him to be remembered as, you know, the guy with who was champion when no fans were in the stands. Yeah,
0: the, the COVID champ. Yeah. But he's when champion, WWE was so. making
1: the most money they ever did.
0: No, that's... That, again, too. Yeah. <sighs> Trash. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple more gifts for AEW. Uh, AEW, y'all need a women's division. So, hey, I'm giving y'all women's division. Hopefully Impact helps out with that. Uh, but y'all need a women's division. Bad. Like a real one. I know y'all staying out women's wrestlers. You have a women's championship. Uh, but it's, it's just. going dark every week. That's just terrible, bro. It's it just is. bad. Y'all, yeah, y'all got to do better. Yeah. Uh, and it need a better belt, too, for that women's division. Oh, division. my like, God. That belt sucks.
1: Why didn't I put that down? I've been tweeting about yeah, this that, all year. <laughs> like, that belt sucks. <laughs> it I'm sorry. is so
0: embarrassing. And I actually hate looking at it. Cause it's I the fe- Mool- it's it, like the title Moolah had in the 80s. It's like, come on now. <laughs> come on. This is it, 2020. People walking around with massive belts to take yeah. up the whole body and you got that little tiny little belt for them. Oh, my man. Come on now. Like, it's Sasha Banks' belt, I'm pretty sure Sasha Banks' belt is still too big for it. She probably she has, <laughs> <Bobby> has <laughs> right. extra buckles so it can fit around yeah. her tiny little waist. And that, but yet, it uh, got them little tiny little scrawny yeah, little belt.
1: That AEW belt is like squeezed or something. And I, I just, it's like, you someone put their hands on each side and just squeezed it together that's what it looks I like don't
0: and i just get them I a big nice absolutely
1: hate it because it literally treats their women's division less than you know exactly everything else and
0: that uh, that's the one thing i like I did like about wwe when they changed the titles the around that that yeah. women's belt was just as big or looked just, just like the, yep. the the men's belt mm-hmm. i don't know if it's the same size but it looked just as it looked looked like it like it's the same. Yeah. A yeah. W got the big old world title, you got the big old tag titles, the T N T title, even the STW title is big. Oh, man. But the women's title is like that's eh. like come on, man. That's that's disrespectful. It it's
1: Very frustrating for me, and that's probably, honestly, subconsciously or maybe even consciously, part of the reason why I dig on them a lot. Because the first time I saw it, I was so like, uh, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's just the first title, and they'll eventually replace it. And here we are, December twenty twenty, and they haven't replaced it yet. And it just it aggravates me every single week. Right.
0: Another gift I got for AEW the last one is for a couple more hours of TV, and I don't know, and I'm not talking about AEW Dynamite. Being like three hours. Maybe Dark is like another show, hour, hour and a half show on TNT or whatever. To help them get exposed more of their talent on TV. So, like you said, the women's division is on Dark a lot. Or they somehow don't have enough time for the women with their two hours. Even though I would make that a priority to get at least, not just one, but more than one segment or match with the women on TV every week. But that's just me. Uh, Dark. Let's get AEW Dark to an hour, hour and a half on television uh or maybe another show that's not called dark you know because dark is intent dark means it's not on tv so maybe something yeah. else yeah um that's on But you TV. can't make
1: and don't make dark three hours long because i don't even want like just I don't it's know, on youtube so hours. i enjoy yeah i enjoy like I, I would watch it on youtube if it was like an hour every week and um, if i can get my routine set but the one A couple weeks ago, I went to YouTube and I saw it was like two hours and 46 minutes. I'm like, I'm not watching that. Sorry, dude.
0: At least you can fast-forward through it.
1: It's way too – but I don't want to. I want to be able to watch like an hour-long show that I don't miss anything. And if I fast-forward through it, I feel like I'm missing something. And then I'll probably ask something that was answered in that (laughs) span where I fast-forwarded to. I don't know. Because I do like listening to commentary during matches because sometimes, you know, they'll answer my question. But – you Know two hours and 46 minutes for AW Dark. Like, I, I don't want to do that. Please, no, that's too much. That aggravated me, too. I was like, man, seriously, what are,
0: thir- like
1: 13, 14 matches for AW Dark? Get out of here with that, please. 13.
0: This is a pay per view. Good lord, but seriously. Like, stop. WrestleMania 17. I, I don't want that.
1: By the way, AW yeah. pay per views go over four hours, too. Woo! <laughs> but nobody like criticizes them for it. Man. They're not always great. They're not always well play, uh, paced or anything like that. Like that that tag team match was from full gear was like forty minutes.
0: It's like that's too long, man. Sorry, man. Look. If Come it's on. not WrestleMania, if it's not your biggest show of the year for either Three WrestleMania hours, or, yeah. or whatever AEW's biggest show of the year is, which is what what would that be? Would that be all all out? Or double or nothing? I don't know. Mm. Whatever that show is. That's the only show that should be four hours. And that's talking WWE and AEW, <laughs> Like and New Japan and Rest for Wrestle Kingdom, which is coming up soon. My God. Yeah. January um, 4th. Yeah. But everything else should be no more than three hours. Like I don't give a damn. Yeah. Like I don't watch anything for more than that. <laughs> <laughs> like anything else. No football, no basketball, no nothing. And I work for a football team. <laughs> like <laughs> the games aren't that much longer than three hours. So all right, let's. So I, I got a couple more gifts here. This all WWE related. Number one, let's get Vince McMahon a vacation. <laughs> let's have him take some time away. Not go, maybe not going to cruise, but going like a private resort on a private island somewhere and just relax, get your mind off the business for a little bit, and maybe you can come back refreshed and recharged with some new creative energy and stuff like that. Or you can just stay on a vacation and don't come back. <laughs> you know, just hang out. Because oh. guess what? You put in. Fifty years of work in the wrestling <laughs> business—you have earned the right to retire on the beach somewhere. Vince, go ahead, man. You got the money, you know. Kick back, put your feet in the sand, drink some matas, and you know, whatever the case may be. Take you and Linda and the grandkids, maybe can hang out for a little bit, man. Go ahead, go, go, go ahead. <laughs> Meanwhile, back here, let other people take control of the creative creative reins of WWE. Please, okay. Take your vacation. We can get you a flight wherever you want to go. That's when I got, I got like a blank. Plane ticket. I don't know how the, if that is even a thing. But that's my <laughs> gift. It's like a plane ticket to a resort anywhere you want in the world. It could be in Malta or Turks and Caicos, wherever, the, wherever you want it to be. Vince, just go take the fuel up the private jet, gas up the jet, and be out of here, man. Go ahead relax. We got it back here. Don't worry about it. The, the house will be fine. The dogs will be fine. Don't worry about it. Just Bruce Pritchard will be cool. Like, Don't worry about him. We, we, got, we got all that straight. Just go ahead and relax because... You need a vacation, okay? Let's <laughs> um, go ahead. Really, it's really not just a gift for Mystic Man; it's a gift for all of us as well. <laughs> okay, just don't work. Unplug your computer. Turn off your phone. Throw away your watch. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about it. You're good. Go to Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. <laughs> Um, another I will WWE chip gift, in. Vince. I'll chip in. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we should start a GoFundMe. Even yeah, though know, he don't need the I, money. He no, don't he need don't need the money. money but, but I will. It's give our the gift, money. though. Yeah, exactly. Right, it's our gift. You know, we can't you can't buy him a gift with his money. You know. <laughs> um, another WWE gift. Goldberg retires from wrestling. <laughs> and I'm not saying that because, like,
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: it's not like I don't I I don't I don't dislike Goldberg not the thing i like goldberg i like him i like him but this ain't 1998 bro (laughs) it's not as long as goldberg wants to wrestle wwe will use him that's the problem if goldberg says hey i'm good man i've had i had a run i won a couple titles i had the big wrestlemania match uh did he go in the hall of fame or he might i think he went to hall of fame i think so Either way, he's done it all. Like, I came back. I had to go run, made some money. My son got to see me wrestle, and that was a big deal for him. But I'm done. As long as he doesn't close the door on wrestling, as long as that door is still open, WWE is going to knock on that door. So, Goldberg, you have to put a stop to it today because we don't need Goldberg coming back again and spearing one of the current guys in half and ruining everything they do. <laughs> like The Fiend. like any, Like Kevin Owens. Like, no, 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 no. no. Just... You, you, you take your vacation too, Goldberg. Not like not personally against you, <laughs> not personally against you. Because I, I I was all about you coming back in 2016, and I, I'm st- I still like I still like watching Goldberg. Like as far as that energy brought, and I, I'm good for a spear here and there. Uh, he can do a match here and there, even. I, I, no, no, no matter, matter of fact, no, don't no matches, just a spear here and there. <laughs> but just don't give him any championships. Don't have him just just beating people in 30 seconds like the current guys. I don't know, just. Just sit down, make the decision for WWE, please, because they're gonna do it. They're gonna they're gonna knock on that door. The same goes for the Undertaker. He has to stay retired, okay? Yeah. As long as he, even though he says he's retired, he's going back and forth so many times. WWE's gonna keep knocking on the door. They're gonna come back. You know, he, the, the they in their mind, the door is never fully shut shut with the Undertaker, mm-hmm. but Undertaker has to keep shutting the door over and over again. Cause we don't need to see another Undertaker match. We already had to send-off. <laughs> that don't mean they won't bring him back.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. That that retirement ceremony at once, the Survivor
1: Series means nothing. Yeah. Once WrestleMania comes, you never know.
0: Right. And they like the ratings are bad, or we got a couple a guy or two hurt here and there, or we need a match for this guy. They will knock on that Undertaker door. And he he sat out of WrestleMania in 2019. So it's not like he hasn't done that before. But if Vince is like, look, man. We need, I really need you on this. I need you on this one, Taker. Now, Mark, I really need you on this one. I'm on the bind here. And Undertaker, he got that loyalty. He always feels like he, you know, he, he, he always wanted to McMahon. He always wanted to be there, be dependable for him. Don't do it, Undertaker. Don't do it. Listen to your boys here at the Straight Shooters. Do not, do not answer the door. Leave it shut. You are, you have deserved, again, and again, we've worked really hard in wrestling for the last 30, 40 years, man. You deserve this retirement. You worked hard for this. This is what you worked for. Kick your put your feet in the sand. Get a bottle. Get some ties or some whiskey. I know you like to drink whiskey now, Undertaker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hang out, man. You got your house. You got you can go anywhere in the world. You know, obviously be safe with that, traveling stuff. You know what I'm saying? But all that you don't need this. You got kids, you got a wife. Man, just just chill out, man. Fall back. You don't you don't need it. And when WWE calls, and they will call. Don't answer. Um, Another gift for WWE. uh, The Rock. (laughs) That's it. That's the only thing right now. You want
1: Goldberg to go away. You want The Undertaker to go away. But
0: ah, The Rock, you got to come back. Here's the thing about The Rock. Okay. He still moves the needle. Clearly. I I do agree. He's in much better shape than Goldberg. Even Goldberg is in good shape. But he can still get it done. He's more athletic. He hasn't doesn't have to wear until the Undertaker does, and he still moves the needle. And he hasn't been or he hasn't been brought back year after year after year like Undertaker, and like Goldberg has been the last three or four years. So, for, for WWE wants this. They want The Rock to come back because after The Rock, and maybe Steve Austin, who are the guys out there <laughs> if Goldberg or Undertaker aren't available? Who are the guys they can bring back and be like, hey, we got a match between this guy and and Roman Reigns? Like, it's The Rock, yeah. and I think they they would love to have The Rock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania either this year or next year or whatever, or twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. But The Rock is different. He's a he's the exception to the rule. I agree. Okay, I do. Agree. The other exception probably probably be Steve Austin, only because he hasn't wrestled in almost twenty years now, mm. which is wild.
1: But <sighs> yeah.
0: He's the only other exception. Other than that, leave all those legends in the past, please. I'll we tell you, man. Good.
1: The Goldberg, didn't he already uh, challenge Reigns or something? It's like, come on. Yeah,
0: I heard dude. about that, and I'm disappointed. Don't do it, Brock. <sighs> I mean, not, not Brock, <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> Stay no, home. Th- Retire. It's fine. Don't let WWE do this to you again. Yeah, I just, I'm not into it.
1: Like, you're you're wasting Reigns. Reigns, like... Unless Reigns completely demolishes him, and that's it. Uh, that's the only way I could see it making sense story-wise. Uh, if yeah. they're not going to do The Rock this this coming year with no fans. Uh, I mean, that, that's the only thing that makes sense to me, right? If they're going to go this way. Because why would Goldberg start that if it's not going to happen? Because that's what happened last time. That's what happened last year. Yeah, that's I mean, what they were building towards.
0: And they're just gonna run it back, but I just
1: don't. I don't want to see it. But if I do have <laughs> to see it, just have Reigns destroy him.
0: Yeah, and then Goldberg care. goes away after that. Yeah, and we're done. Yeah, Goldberg. And then again, finally, I, I like Goldberg. Finally retired. No disrespect. No disrespect to Goldberg. I don't mean to disparage him man in any way. But <laughs> WWE has to move on, and yes. it's up to you to help them move on. <laughs> All right? They what still want to rekindle that past and that, that old flame. They're happy. You see it all the time sometimes. Oh, hey big head. When well, this case <laughs> go break, you big head. Alright? Not literally. I'm just talking figuratively. I'm not trying to disparage you in the sides of your head. I'm just talking figuratively here. You big head now. The worst thing to do when that hey big head text comes through is to respond to that. <laughs> Don't. That person is toxic. That, that That's a toxic text. Don't respond to that. Goldberg, heed my advice. I got I got more love advice too. Uh, by the way, on my other podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which was that?
0: No, I, I'm joking. <laughs> That's not the podcast. I was gonna say um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you ruined the joke, Nick. And, and my last gift is for Alistair Black.
1: <laughs> Who?
0: Exactly. <laughs> he needs his freedom from WWE. <laughs> you talking about. I, w- I w- my gift to him would be a therapist WWE contract, and he can go wherever he wants. They fired his wife because she wanted to do a Twitch channel. That's already one thing, but they ruined him from pretty much from the moment he got to the main roster. They yeah, added a quick sound to his music. I thought they were the, he, I thought he was made. I thought he was going to be a guy. But I, that was the last time. That was probably the last time I had faith in WWE to do right by somebody. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. They can ruin Alistair Black. They can ruin anyone <laughs> they added that stupid creek sound to his entrance um they, they they just they just messed they remember they added the peon sound to ricochet's music like because yeah, ricochet you need to know what a ricochet is and the stupid creak. i just man they just messed it all up they gave him an eye patch made him like solid snake from metal Gear solid <laughs> bruh every time he loses a match i just go snake Snake, no. Like the uh, Did you play Metal Gear Solid when you were a kid? Oh uh, no! Damn it! <laughs> you were just playing N.W.O. Revenge <laughs> all the time. That or any sports games? Or, or Attitude? W.W.F. Attitude. <laughs> I don't think I ever had that, unfortunately.
1: What was mm-hmm. it? Oh, uh, was that the first one?
0: The oh, first acclaimed game? One. Yeah, Warzone. Was no, one Warzone. I, I didn't have Attitude. Warzone. I had. Yeah. They both were average games. Warzone was trash, actually. But <laughs> yeah, Warzone. Sucks. Um, Attitude was very average, Wasted but no, Alistair money. Black, Alister Black needs uh he needs to get out of WWE because they have for just I don't know what the hell. Like I'd love just... to
1: see him in Japan; he would do great there. Better than he could do uh, great anywhere, anywhere literally but, uh,
0: anywhere, not named WWE.
1: I think it, Alistair Black and New Japan is better than Alistair Black and like AEW or Impact or Ring of Honor.
0: I guess, man, it's just they had. It's not even like that gimmick is money too. Him as Tommy Yen. Is yeah. money? Don't get me wrong, yeah. but out that Alice Black gimmick is money. The music, the entrance, and NXT—he was the coolest. Yeah. Then they made him a Solid Snake, <laughs> like WWE. <laughs> it's like, what the hell does y'all do? What is this? I thought Ray Mysterio lost his eye. He has an eye patch too. What's going on? Why do yeah. we have pirates uh, around here?
1: Seth, you know, took it from him, or Buddy Murphy God. did, or something. Yeah.
0: Trash. Absolute trash. Seth,
1: Seth's not on TV because he's got lawsuits from, from all that crap.
0: <laughs> oh, not because he had a baby. Congratulations, no, not because he had a baby. yeah.
1: It's like, oh, he took Alistair Black's eye and Rey Mysterio's eye. Okay. Well, we're going to sue you.
0: <laughs> but that's all I got.
1: <laughs> well, what's not new is the Sixers blew a 15-point lead,
0: so that's great. It's basketball. Man, I, I don't care. I hate it.
1: I hate blown leads. Sorry.
0: Did you watch the Clippers game last night? They blew a lead in the first half. (laughs) They (laughs) were up 22, and they lost that lead by halftime almost.
1: It's like blown leads in the NBA today or, like, the production in WWE. I just absolutely hate it, even though it's, like, what today is. I hate it. I
0: hate it, damn it. It'll be all
1: right. But hopefully our list – Makes AEW and WW think.
0: <laughs> they're not, not. Not with Vince McMahon running the, the show or AEW feeling like they're changing, they're revolutionizing the business, you know. Yeah. They don't yeah. need to change anything. They got it. They got it figured out. So. But that's, you know, we're generous people. We're still going to give them, try to give them something to help them out.
1: Yeah.
0: To make them be, to help them be better. So, this Is our attempt at that, you know? But we tried, we tr- we tried, we definitely tried, but uh, we'll try again next week too to be better as yeah. a podcast, <laughs> yeah? <laughs> we'll, we'll try uh, again
1: and we'll definitely uh enjoy it because uh, yeah. that's what we do here. So, exactly, uh, you can follow me at Nick Pacone on Twitter, follow us at shooters Radio on Twitter. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash radio. You can find this podcast and my writing at phillyinfluencer.com and phillyvoice.com
0: I am at Vaughn M. Johnson on Twitter. Uh, if you can't find me on there, you could probably find me out here in these streets, which is a new one for me, new streets, because I am now in West Philly, where I used to be in Southwest Philly. I moved into a new apartment with me and my girlfriend, so if you heard the L running in the background, uh, <laughs> sorry. I don't know if you heard that, Nick, but I live, like, not that far away from it, Uh Uh, so I don't know if you heard it coming through the mic, but I can hear it through my headphones, Um, but yeah, I I live,
1: uh, I heard sirens, if you didn't hear it,
0: (laughs) if you didn't hear it, that's fine, sirens, okay, but if you didn't hear it, that's fine, because that's good, by the way, the L in Philly, the elevated line, I guess they call it, but it's the blue line, the Market Frankfurt line, and so that's what that means, but, um, (laughs) 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 I live near that, um, so you can, I hear it throughout the day um but yeah so new streets for me but i probably won't find me out here too much because of course we're in the middle of that pandemic but until next week a special would that be a new year's eve episode or close to it new year's eve eve Eve, (laughs) episode yeah Yeah. so until that episode for nick bacone i am vaughn johnson thanks for listening to episode 265 of the straight shooters and we'll catch y'all again next week peace